grand rising and priming powerful beings shout out to you it's the holistic motivator and today i'm going to be talking about expansion growth and advancement expansion growth and advancement is a result of obedience expansion growth and advancement only comes when you're ready for what you're about to receive the thing about god is you don't get what you're not ready for because you want to be able to hold on to it. Wisdom takes time for you to reap the benefits, but it lasts longer. Wickedness may take a short period of time, but it crashes faster. So if you want expansion, growth, and advancement, it's gonna take some time, but not only are you going to have to let go of your ego so you can grow, you're gonna have to receive, conceive, and deliver what God put in store for you. This is Ed Talks Daily, so keep tapping in this episode as I talk about expansion growth and advancement let's get it expansion growth and advancement is all about understanding that understanding that god's going to advance you god's going to expand you and it's all because you've grown to a certain level so if we reverse that we say when we grow we will expand and that's what leads to our advancement because a lot of times we want to just be advanced we want to get to another level but we don't want to go through the class somebody said you you have it takes 21 years to be 21 therefore it takes as much time as it takes for you to become the types of version that's going to expand to where god wants you to go so keep tapping in as i talk about expansion growth and advancement so expanding first starts from growth the constant seeking to get better the constant seeking to be more like god the constant seeking to improve upon your character this is part three of a three-part sermon that i've been talking about all all week so we're gonna go back the first sermon i talked about was receiving considering and delivering i talked about you have to clear your temple constantly seek the voice of god look inside for direction then you have to conceive you have to you have to labor nurture and that's what's going to allow you to grow then you have to share the gifts that God gave you. And then followed up by that is, I said, once you have done that, God's going to prosper you in a way where you have to let your ego go because you have to relinquish your need. Relinquishing your ego says, it's not just about me. I have serving a greater purpose. And that's what's going to open up doors for the next one, which is today, expansion, growth, and advancement. So these were the three words and these were the three sermons that I was blessed with this weekend to say, we're going to talk about that. We're going to experience that. So keep tapping in because we're about to go in, baby. All right. So what is expansion, growth, and advancement? So here's something that I, I, I wrote and sent out to the tribe, and I've been sending all week. Expansion, growth, and advancement is yours when you receive what God puts in your spirit, conceive, and deliver it to the world. You are pregnant with gifts, visions, and it's time to give birth. Your promotion is on the other side of your obedience, so you have to obey and trust your intuition. One of the major things that I've been speaking of is in order for us to succeed, it's not about just doing the work. It's about literally listening to the work that's being done inside of us and then being obedient to the direction. Recently, a lot of things have been going right for me because recently I've stopped lingering and procrastinating on what's in my spirit. Even the videos and clips that I put out, even the things that I've been doing, it's just a matter of sheer obedience. It's just like it's, it came to me and I'm, I'm, and, and I'm acting on it. Now, how can I obey something I can't hear? There was a time where I couldn't necessarily hear certain stuff because I was too clouded, so I wasn't acting on them. Now, the, 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 I've shortened the gap because I'm learning that I was the one getting in my way, right? When you say you're not ready, then you're telling God you're not ready. When you, when you say I don't have enough, you're telling the universe that you're operating out of lack. So we want to operate in, in the spirit of abundance. Let's comment this in the chat. I'm operating in, in the spirit of, of, of abundance. And somebody in the chat says, Af shout out to Afrotechpreneur. She said, they said, would you say that the most, that most time when God is okay expanding and expanding you, therefore internal uh, intense isolation? I, I received that. The reason why I, I'm where I'm at right now is because I was isolated in the back, in the backyard. There was a season of my life where I felt like, man, why is nothing going right for me? And the thing is, God was like, yo, I'm actually refining your character. I'm refining your soul. 
I'm literally putting you in, in, in the groundwork so you can actually ground yourself so you can go where I want you to go, but I need to equip you with the right tools. So isolation, when we think it's actually condiment, it's actually isolation is preparation. Comment in the chat. Uh, isolation is my preparation. The reason why you're isolated is you first you have to discover what's inside of you. You have to discover who put it there and then you have to constantly work on it because your isolation is actually the preparation for your expansion. Mm. Your isolation is your preparation for expansion. And why you think that God is isolating, God is preparing you because he's about to expand you, but it's hard for you to prepare when you're around a lot of energies that's not in divine connection to the God direction. So this is why God isolates you, not so he could hurt you, but so he could bless you, so you could recognize the blessings you already have. God will humble you. That humility is going to cause you to get better. The lack of you reaching the people you want to reach, you know your gifts you're supposed to reach. I just told you, receive, conceive, deliver. The reason why you're actually taking time to get there is actually God wants you to stay up there because wisdom takes time and it lasts longer. Wickedness may go fast, but it crashes faster. So God wants you to be wise and not wicked. And sometimes we're too wicked to forgot to promote us. So God has to make us wiser through pain because pain is the training ground for wisdom. The reason why I have a <clears throat> behind my message is because I've been knocked down a lot of times. Right. I've been hurt by myself a lot of times. There's a lot of struggle. So I take my pain and I put it into my message. My pain transmuted into purpose. And that came through isolation. So isolation is the beginning point of preparation for elevation isolation is the beginning point for is the preparation for elevation expansion and growth is the result of you taking your time to figure out what you have what you're here to deliver so one of the major covenants and i and i keep sharing this is because i was in my car sleeping in my car i'm running a mobile personal training business i'm depressed i'm sad i'm still doing what i'm have you ever been in a place where you're still doing what you were brought here to do, but you're not doing it in the best state? Have you ever been in a place where you're still suffering in the dark, but you're still bringing your gifts to light? That's where I was in college, suffering in the dark, still bringing my gift to light. I'm sleeping. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. I'm drinking a cheap beer. I'm I'm smoking some weed. And God said, look, and my and the voice came in my head and I thought I was going crazy. I was like, what the heck is going on? But it wasn't like this. Oh, my. It was literally a voice. In my own voice running in my head and you must somebody might say that's intuition right we can call it that well a voice running in my head that I could not stop but I did not believe because I, I just thought that I was making it up but how can I make up something that wants me to be better so basically it was saying I have great things for, for me to do through you and I want you to listen to, to these words great things for God to do through you so so we're vessels we're conduits I've been talking about the conduit nature of a human being the vessel nature of it. I got great things to do through you, but I can't go through you if your pipe is blocked up, locked up, if you're emotionally imbalanced, if you're in trauma, if you're in pain, if you're smoking and drinking and diluting your potential, diluting your spirit. So what God had to do for me, he isolated me to realize my own isolation brought certain habits of coping. Those habits of coping became unbearable with pain. So now I had to adopt holistic habits of healing and those holistic habits of healing allowed me to acquire the tool and skill set that I'm now blessing and that God is using me through. So we are a conduit, but for God to flow through us, we have to make ourselves really pure. And this is why I fast. This is why I meditate. This is why I pray. This is, this is why I speak life into my life. This is why I make personal development very important to me. It's a constant process of God's going to do better in my life, but I got to be better if God's going to do better. God's going to do great things in my life, but I have to grow if God's going to do those things. So expansion, growth, and advancement is the result of you doing the work. Yes, you can have the faith, but you got to do the work. Yes, you can have the anointing, but you have to let go of the toxicity for the anointing to be that powerful. Yes, you can have a favor, but you, you, you can't actually have favor and then you do everything that's out of favor, right? So it is a process. So expansion and growth and advancement is a result when you clear your temple so God can flow through you, use you, and bless others through your talents, your gifts, and abilities, right? So expansion, growth, and advancement is on the other side of obedience, and obedience is that little tiny voice in your head that says, hey, there's more for you out here. 
hey, you ought to hit this person. Hey, you, you ought to do that right there. But then the lingering of what God tells you to do versus what you do, we can call it procrastination. Or actually, we can call it you getting in the way of God using you for something much greater. So that thus, this is why relinquishing the ego gets in, gets, I have to relinquish my ego every single day. So what do I say? Blessings to God. Glory to God. Because why? Because God is using me, right? So I switch from, or I'm doing something to God is doing something through me. So now I'm asking God, what do I need? What do I do? do what do I need to do next? So now, now there is no difference between, between my business and ministry. I'm in the business of ministry. I'm in the business of empowering souls. I'm in the business of helping people. I'm in the business of actually being a conduit for God to use because I'm here to serve a greater purpose. I discovered that nothing else is worth it underneath the sun that's not in alignment with a divine purpose. I discovered that most things are a waste of my time if I'm not kingdom building. Right. So I realized that God is going to make you prosperous like he made Abraham. But you got to be faithful. You got to make some sacrifices. You got to be willing to give up the things you love the most. You got to be willing to give up the things that you thought you couldn't live without. You have to be willing to relinquish your ego. You have to be willing to relinquish those habits that's holding you back. You have to be willing to relinquish the resentment. You have to be able to relinquish the pain. You have to be able to relinquish. Or you have to voluntarily give up what you're holding on to. You got to give up to grow up voluntarily. Look, and if you don't voluntarily do it, things will go wrong so much that you got to go right. Things will, will just, it will just not work until you work it. So this is the process, right? So I, I heard T.D. Jake said something that was powerful the other day. He said, Yo, you, you, you think, you think God, you think God is worrying about your, your mere human problems when he, when his emblem was the cross. He literally showed you that, yo, the way to salvation is, is literally so much pain. Like, it's death. It's death to your ego. It's death to your old self. It's death to your habits. It's death to your identifications. It's, it's death to the things of this world. Do you think God is actually saying, you know, God rejoice when you suffer. God because God knows that, oh, oh, their spirit is about to shine through this dark moment. I always tell people, yo, the dark night of the soul is the process for the revelation of your light. And I say revelation because it's a revelation that reveals itself through your aura, through your... The process is through dark moments. So God's going to take you through the darkness to show you how bright you are. But you got to receive, conceive, and deliver. Right? I wrote this. I journaled it down. Receive, conceive, and deliver. Clear your temple. Constantly seek the voice of God. Look inside for direction. And then nurture, grow, and labor to give birth to what God put in you. Once again, this is us. This this week has been three sermons, not just three podcasts. So allow me to say God a whole lot. Allow me to say Jesus a whole lot. Let, allow me to quote scriptures because these are sermons. They were I was, it was told to me I got to do three sermons. First, it was receive, conceive, deliver, relinquish your ego, and on the other side of relinquishing your ego is expansion, growth, and advancement. Expansion, growth, and advancement. I'm stepping into a season of expansion, growth, and advancement. Let's write that down. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping into a season of expansion, growth, because this is not even, I'm not even stepping into that season. So you might be like, man, isn't that ego speaking? This is my spirit speaking here. What, what I'm saying is I have to relinquish the things that I like, not because of me, but because of what God is here to do through me. That's what he told me. If I'm going to do great things to you, change your state, put my name in what you do. There was a season in my life where I was so apprehensive about what other people thought about what I had to say. What? Well, I'm saying the name of Jesus. I'm talking about God. Well, they don't. But well, guess what? God said it does not matter about day. Why you focus on day? Focus on what I told you. Why you focus on what everybody want to say in their faith and, and, and their thing? Well, you should be doing African medicine, son. I, I don't do. I don't do. I'm African, but I don't do African medicine. I mean, spirituality, right? And to some extent, that term may be too umbrella. So I don't even want to say it like that. But what they were saying is. I needed to give more homage to my ancestors than I needed to give homage to their ancestors. And I said, nah, Jesus is the ancestor I'm going to give the most homage to while treasuring my ancestors. My ancestors never left me. They're in my DNA. I, I appreciate them, but I'm not going to pray to them. I'm not going to pray to those entities. I pray to the to the God, the God of Abraham, Yahweh, Elohim, El Shaddai. That's the God of me. That's the one I praise to. So when somebody should all over you, 
Don't take that shit and run your life with it, right? I let God bless me with a divine appointment because, look, no entity has brought me to where I'm at. No entity has taught me what I know. No entity flows through me when I can share what I've given to you divinely with the anointing. So I don't need to praise no entity. I praise them. I praise God, baby. And, and, and in the name of Jesus, and then there was a time where I said, I could, I, you can't say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that's who I praise. And I'm unapologetically about that. I'm unapologetic about the name of Jesus because that's the name when I'm in my deepest moment. That's the name when I felt shameful. That's the name when, when that's the name I call upon that brings automatic relief. This is who, 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 who protects me. These are, this is who, who puts the angels around me. This is who, who, who allows me to pierce through, through the hearts of beings and help, and help them. This is who, who I am fueled by God. Since I'm fueled by God, I have to give homage to God. And that's the covenant. Change your state, give me credit. Change your state, give me credit. So yeah, God did. So I had to die to my ego. I had to I had to die to to what other people's expectations. I had to die to that to to be reborn and say, listen, yes, I'm motivational. Yeah, yes, I have tools of empowerment. Yeah, yes, I, I grow upon these concepts and principles, but, but the most prince the principality I worship that directs my life is the most high. Is it, Yahweh, is Yeshua, is Elohim. Is the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the God of Edward Giles, baby. I do not operate with the spirit of fear anymore because I have the empowerment of faith. I do not operate with, with, with the with the meek with the with the meek. I'm not going to shut my mouth because my mouth affects your beliefs. I'm going to speak my truth because it's what I believe, and I'm going to keep doing that no matter what it looks like. No matter what expansion, growth, and advancement is on the other side of obedience. And obedience is on the other side of being able to hear. And hearing is on the other side of clarity. And clarity is on the other side of the lifestyle that you live. And your lifestyle is, your, is on the other side of your discipline. And your discipline is the other side of what you do every single day. It's how you eat. It's how you move. It's how you breathe. It's how you deal with your emotions. It's how you deal with other people. Everything affects everything else, but it starts with your standards. It starts with your value. It is about what you're going to accept and not accept for your life. And I choose to be the best version of me. It does not mean I'm going to be perfect. It does not mean I, I'm going to not struggle. It does not mean that I'm not a human. It does not mean I'm not going to get angry. It, it, does, it does not mean I'm going to be perfect. It does not mean I'm not going to fall. But if I fall seven times, I'm going to get up. If I fall 14 times, I'm going to get up. Why? Because I have a divine purpose. I have a divine mission. I have a voice. I have a gift. And I'm going to use that to the most to the most ability. Look, your gift will get you to stand before kings and not mean men. So if, if you're looking at men that are mean and you're allowing that to shut you down and, and you're literally mirroring their, their meanness, then you're not going to stay in your anointing. So I, I said this, I said, look, if I'm, if I'm amongst kings, if I'm going to be amongst king, I have to operate like a king. I can't put stuff in my body like a peasant. I can't watch stuff covet my eyes like a peasant. So I had to stop things that I like doing because not because I didn't want to, I wanted, I didn't want to stop doing them because my spirit couldn't evolve when I kept doing it. I'm not, this is not a righteousness tip. This is a suffering. I, I, wanted, I wanted to stop suffering my own behaviors. I wanted to stop suffering my own thoughts. I, I just wanted to stop suffering. And God said, I'm, you're going to stop suffering the moment you stop sinning. And your sinning is not God's tool to judge you. Your sinning is God's revelation of what you do to hurt you. I discovered my sins never hurt God because God is... Is perfect. Oh, my merely sin is gonna affect God. God, oh my God, it's affecting the body. No, it's affecting me. It's affecting how I feel about myself. It's affecting how my energy. Right when I watch pornography, it's not affecting God, but it's affecting God within me. It's affecting how I see women. It's it's affecting my life force energy. It's affecting the anointing because I'm literally tossing out my life force. I'm literally tossing it out for what? When I can conceive that, when I can transmute that, 
when I can transmute my sexual, when I can transmute my carnal for my for my for my spiritual enlightenment. So I decided to let stuff go so I can grow. Not because I want to be a goody two shoes. Not because I want to look righteous in you. Not because I want you to say, man, look, really, look. I don't really care what you think about me. I'm sorry, but what what I do care is. I do care about how much God can use me because I find out everything else to be meaningless. This is this is the best moment of my life is doing what I was brought here to deliver. The, the, I am in one with the divine when I'm in my gift. Somebody says, "How do you do this, bro?" I don't know, but I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where my words come from, but they come from someplace I can't explain. I can speak from knowledge and you will understand. But when I speak from wisdom, when I speak from connection to God, you understand it. You feel it. It transforms. So I chose that I know, but not enough. There was a moment where I was relying on my knowing, and I discovered I was limiting what I knew. So I was, I was, I was, I was dependent upon what I read, what I listened to, what I understood. So I stood under my limiting belief, and I call it. A, understanding but I went when I went in there when I went inside I stood in my the anointing comes from inside it, co it comes from an alignment with God so I don't take credit for my words I give glory to God this is why I give the podcast for free because it was never for me there was a time where I was like bro you need to stop doing you need to charge everybody for this podcast it's just way too good they need to pay you bro you need to make money out of this. You need to make you need to make money. You should be making bank off this. And something told me, man, so you trying to hold back what I gave you to give to the people for money? You worried about money, bruh? You know I got me you know I own everything, right? I I gave you look, I gave you the most I gave you the priceless stuff, wisdom, but you worried about money. I gave you wisdom, you focus on how to bake that bread, that moolah. When I started being obedient, money just is just flowing. Every money is just from people. Money is just flowing now. I'm not even worried about it. Look, God's gonna bless you through other people when you're a blessing to those people. I discovered that all I had to do is wake up and bless people, and God's gonna bless me because that's how it works. The law of reciprocity says, "You give, and it shall be given unto you." Give and it shall be. That's why I'm a giver. I'm I am a giver, and you're like, what am I giving you? I'm not giving you money, but I'm giving you something that's priceless right here. This this is priceless. You don't put a price on this. You don't put a price on this. You can't buy this at the store. You can't buy this. I didn't buy it, but I paid it with sweat. I paid it with blood, and I paid it with tears. You, you can't buy anointing. You can't buy wisdom. But I paid it with sweat. I paid it with blood. And I say this humbly. Glory to God. I paid it with blood. I paid it with sweat. Look, God paid for our salvation with his life. And he sent his one and only son for our salvation. That's why the cross is an emblem for spiritual transformation. Because you think losing your body means losing yourself. You think losing certain habits mean losing yourself, but it's actually you being divinely rebirthed. That's what Christ showed. He showed you that you're going to come on this earth. You're going to bring the kingdom on earth. And he said, you shall do greater works. Expansion growth says the creator gave an example. And he said, you shall do even greater work than I did. That's why he puts the Holy Spirit inside of us as temples. But the Holy Spirit does not like to reside in toxic temples. The Holy Spirit does not like toxic temples. And that's why God is like, bro, that's why he walked. Jesus got mad one time when he walked in the temple and he was like, what you doing here selling all this stuff right here? Look, you're supposed to be selling my father in heaven, not these things right here. You're supposed to be selling my. So when I was only focused on business, I wasn't focused on God's business. My business wasn't growing. When I was just focused on making money, I wasn't focused on God sharing wisdom my business was not when i made it my business to empower souls when i made it my business to share the word of god when i made it my business to 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 evangelize when i made it my business to, to god started to say you ready oh oh he's ready oh oh she's ready are you gonna make it your business are you gonna make it your business if somebody says but i'm not a speaker like you well it does not matter what you do 
The essence of God is not about you necessarily expressing it through your words. Like I do, you don't have to be eloquent. You, you don't have to, like Moses wasn't eloquent, but God's going to send you somebody right beside you. There's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be somebody right on the side. It's going to be right on the side of you. And what I'm telling you right now is sometimes in your own business, you might be doing hair, but just the anointing can show through you doing hair. You might be doing makeup. The un They're like, man, how, how are you like, how are you so peaceful? Where's that coming from? Oh, let me tell you about. You, you think you have to make it your business to speak like a prophet where your life has to be prophetic. You think you have to make it your business to be a preacher. Your life have to preach. You think you have to make it your business to be a teacher. Your life have to teach. So the way that you show up is the way that you grow up. The way that you your energy is going to speak louder than words. So you have to always make sure that your energy is speaking much louder than your words. You have to make sure that your life testimony is your life. And when your life, when your life, the testimony of your life is your life, then you're a testament to what God can do through you when you're faithful. Conduits, temples, conduit, temples, vessel. I am a conduit. I am a vessel. So I make my temple clear so that I can touch and impact others. Because when I touch and impact others with my gift, I will be blessed. Give and it shall be given unto you. Right? You have to give so it shall be given unto you. So here's what, I, here's, here's what it is. I'm in a season of my life where when, when God's going to expand, when God's about to grow, God's about to elevate you, you're going to have some fear. People are going to try to plant seeds in you. People going to be like, man, you talking about herbs? They, they don't like that. Uh, you, you, you know, they don't like that. They're going to come. You talking about this? They don't like that. I said, well, you know what? Jesus knew he was going to, what is going to eat. But he said, he, he, no, I came here to fulfill the, I, I came here, this is what I came here to fulfill. I'm going to do it. You have to walk in the spirit of courage. Who cares what they like or don't like? Don't you trust God? Don't, don't you trust the anointing? Man, I was, I was, I was being fearful to God. I was like, man, God, I know you're elevating me, but I, I, don't you want me to do this on longevity? It's like, man, you focus on your gift. I focus on your longevity. You focus on doing what I told you to do, being obedient. I'll focus on the rest. What you worried about? What you worried about? What you worried about? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just do, just do what God told you to do. Be obedient. Receive, conceive, deliver. Relinquish your ego. And God's going to elevate you to another dimension. So, I kept seeing the number 33 every time I thought about the prosperity that God's going to bring in my life. I just keep hearing 33, feeling 33, and I'm scared of 33. And then something said, 33 is not to bring fear in your heart. But to rejoice to know that you will transcend and impact people at your peak. Starting from today and the next six years is not your end, but a rebirth of you. I'm 27 years old. This is why the next six years have to be received, conceived, delivered in a timely fashion without holding back. Because you need to release, deliver all that I put in you. You don't need to worry about what to do next or what to, what to be next. Just be obedient next and take the next step God places in your heart. I want you to hear this. Just be obedient next. Just, just be obedient next. There's a, there's just be obedient next. Why are you worried about? Why is it your mind going to the? Why are you worried about the death that 33 talks about when you're not seeing? It's, it's really talking about the death of your ego. It's really talking about the death of your carnal. And you're think you're being scared of losing your body. Where God is saying, I'm about to bless you. You're gonna be in a spiritual place the next six years. So I'm like, man, I'm 27 years old. Why I keep saying 33? What, what's the significance of six? God was where well, the last six years you was in your carnal. The next six years you're about to be in your spiritual. And if you if you align with me the next six years, you will prosper so much in those six years that you're going to have enough for the rest of your life. And don't be scared of 33 because 33 is never the end. It's just the rebirth, the beginning of you. And no, no man or woman knows the hour that death shall come. So don't be scared, my friend, because I got you. So when I say God got you, that's from a place of faith. When I say God got you, that's from a place of courage. But your faith will be tested. My faith is going to be tested. 
I'm empowering right now, but there's going to come a moment where my faith is going to be tested and all of this cultivation of power is going to have to shine through because if I don't cultivate it now, when it comes, I'm going to fall on my knees. But when it comes, I'm not going to fall on my knees in distress. I'm going to fall on my knees in faith. I'm going to pray to God and say, God, move these mountains out of my way and they shall move. I'm going to praise God. I say, God, move these things out of, move it, and they shall move. I will be able to direct the elements because I'm dying to my ego and I'm being born in my spirit and can nothing, no hell or hot, no demons can stop me. Not the demons of my ancestors. Not the ones who tried to kill me when I was a young kid. They can't stop me. They scared of, they scared of me. They scared of me. And because I have the anointing of the most high, I have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I am not scared. I'm prepared. I am not scared. I am prepared. Expansion, growth, and advancement should not scare you. Why, why should I be scared? Why should I be scared when I'm supported all around me? Why should I be scared? Why should I walk in fear? Do not worry about tomorrow. God got you. Right? Do not worry about how you're going to be what you need to be to do what you're going to do. God got you. Do not worry about how you're going to sustain your life because God got you. God got your back. People, people won't let you go. They, they're going to forsake you. They're going to forsake you. They're going to act like they don't know you. Before the rooster crows, they're going to act like they don't know you. They're going to forget. And the night when you were with them having supper and on the horizon, they're going to deny that they know you. But guess what? God will never forsake you. And guess what he will do? He will forgive you. Like you never did anything wrong. And that's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why I give praise to the Most High. That's why I say thank God to Yahweh for making a way out of no way. Thank God to Yahweh for making a way out of no way. Thank God to El Shaddai. Thank God. Gratitude is the beginning point of expansion. When you realize you have everything that you need right now. Of course, you're going to expand because you're not operating in the spirit of lack. You're operating in the spirit of abundance. Somebody says, how are you, how you so powerful? I recognize my power and my bank account was depleted at zero because my power is not dependent upon how much money I make. My power is not dependent on how much people listen to me. My power is not dependent on how much influence I have. My power is dependent upon that I am connected to God and I got a divine purpose and I'm here to do something more powerful than I thought that I could do. Because I thought I was the one to do it. When I've discovered that I'm not the one doing what I'm doing, I discovered that how can I be scared of what come against me when God is for me? How can I be scared of the, of, of the trials and tribulation when God is with me? God walks with me. Jesus walks. God showed me the way because the devil tried to break me down. Jesus walks with me. You feel me? You're not walking alone. God show you the way because the devil going to try to break you down. The devil going to try to break you down. But he's going to be like, man, look at you. Look, look, what you, look what you're doing. Shame, blame, guilt. Shame, blame, guilt. You ain't no good. Oh, oh yeah, you ain't no Christian, bruh. Oh, nah, you ain't, you ain't really doing that. You, you don't really got the anointing. You ain't really about to do this. This ain't really, this ain't really the way to go. Oh, oh yeah, you are so, you are so bad. Oh, yeah, they're going to they gonna slay. They're they going to say, you made the white Jesus. Oh, they're going to say things like that to you. The devil going to try to break you down. They're going to say, yeah, yeah, Jesus was just used to enslave our people. What? What? Did you not hear the story of Moses? Part the sea. Let my people go. And you talking about enslave the people? You mean you mean people who changed the word to enslave? You mean people who, who, who took a verse and misconstrued what the verse said? You mean that's what you mean? You mean the ignorance of the system. Or you, you talk about Jesus? Enslavement? He's the master freer, baby. Can't let, ain't no change can't hold you when you have the power of Christ. The consciousness of God. What you talking about? You talking about the, the one who parked the sea? Who turned water into wine? The one who fed the people with fishes? and You talking about that? You talking about that? Which Jesus you talking about? You talking about the, the Jesus you, you made in your mind and constructed so you... Are you talking about the one I? Which one are you talking about? Don't let no, don't let nobody put down what God put in. Don't let nobody put down what God put in, because as you grow to be enlightened, 
and and, and th this is what the, this is the trick of the devil. Oh yeah, come over here. We, we got I got the look, look look look. I'm about to teach you. Oh, we, you're gonna learn everything about everything. I'm about to teach you. Every, you're gonna know both good and bad, and you go you gonna know how to be really free. And, and you you in the garden of life, and you're like, oh, what's up? What else is there? But you you looking for that? And guys like I got life right here. What, what you what you out here seeking for? What you out here looking for? You're like man, but there's more wisdom. I was like, you you fool. You better you better take you better stay in that garden right here. You you don't realize how blessed you are. You fool. You oh you fool. You want oh you you want to make knowledge your God now, huh? Oh you you, you want to make information your, your God now, huh? And that almost happened to me. Y'all gotta say almost happened to me. I almost I I, I almost lost my faith. But but God God's not gonna let go of his his chosen ones. He's gonna fight for your soul. God's gonna fight for your soul. He's gonna fight for your spirit. He's gonna keep bringing you back. You're gonna be that prodigal son. You're gonna keep steering away, going to the world. He's gonna be like, come back, come right back here. Get your butt back here. I got something for you to do. Stop waiting. No, 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 no. That's not it right there. Come back here. Get hey. I'm going in, I gotta chill a little bit. I'm drinking my anxiety, by the way, in my shop. Really good. I put some ashwagandha in it too. Lemongrass, leapy alba, and vervain. I gotta take a little hiatus. So those of you who listen to the podcast, this is a podcast. Go to edtalksdaily.com, subscribe to it. And if you're listening and you're not watching, um, be sure you can tap in live on my Instagram, YouTube, and all the great stuff. If you want to get you some fresh anxiety, go to my shop, leapy alba, lemongrass, and vervain. Um, and this one has ashwagandha, baby. So we lit. Your divine purpose is a result of your obedience. Obey. Obedience is not constraint, it's empowerment, it's elevation. Sometimes you, you, you were rebellious towards your parents, but when you became an adult, you was like, oh... Uh, now I get it. I get it, ma. Oh, ma, I get. I get what you mean. Oh, I understand. I understand what you mean. Sometimes you gonna have to get hurt. hurt. Sometimes you you gonna have to go through some baby mama drama. You gonna have to go. You gonna have to go through through, through some baby daddy drama for you to realize that what got what your parents were telling you was absolutely correct. And you're like, oh, I see what you meant by that. Oh, I I, I see. And God is our parent. That's what God trying to do. God's like, man, I'm not trying to hurt you right here. I know you. I know you. I know you don't. You want to come home past twelve. I. I. I know you want to go to the club and the strip club and do all of that. But it, on the other side of that, it's empty. I know. I know you want to keep living. I know you want to keep being a hot girl, hot boy. I know it's a little bit of fun for your carnal. But there's nothing better than having a spouse and having children, having grandchildren, and having and building, and building. A and the crew said, "Fly it, right?" And, and and building a kingdom and building that family. God is like, man, you you think I'm trying to constrict you from having fun, but I'm trying. I know you want to have sex, but I'm telling you, I know you want to have sex, but I can I can help you have have enduring unconditional love from a, a person who who who's for you. So you're like, man, I got to get it in. God's like, man, no, keep that in you for a little bit. Keep your chi inside of you for a little bit. I'm going to bring what you need. So you're like, man, I, I want to have fun, man. We want fun. I said, I was listening to a podcast I did in 2021, and I just dropped it, episode 223, edtalkzilly.com forward slash 223. I recommend y'all go listen to it. And there was something that I said in there that was powerful. We do what we sometimes we'll have one hour of fun and 23 hours of suffering because every time we don't have that one hour of fun, everything else is suffering because we don't realize that 24 hours we can be in in bliss if we stop doing that one hour of fun. So sometimes we sacrifice the majority for the minority. We want the minority to bless us more than the majority. And actually, you just have to align yourself to be in divine appointment with the mind, with the majority. And it, it, it is the majority that prospers you. It is the righteousness in the 23 hours that's more effective than the wickedness of one hour. Have you ever went to a club for one hour and you escaped 
but when you went home you couldn't escape from yourself and that was more dreadful so you're like yeah i was able to go to the club and escape but at home i can't escape but have you discovered that if you made your home a temple of praise that you can actually not escape but transcend and be in the spirit of god every single day and that's better than going to the club there was one time i went to the strip club and, and there are certain places that your, your, your growth won't let you walk into anymore because your spirit will be bothered by the place. I was just, somebody, Jacob said, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. And, and God was saying, man, you can't save nobody in this club. The reason why you're thinking about the saving is because you're not supposed to be here. You're saved. What you in? What you in here for? Get your ass out of the, get yourself out of the strip club. I'm like, oh, right, right. I can't save them. So God said, save yourself. From this stuff that you know you shouldn't be around in the first place. Because when you go home, it's going to create a different... When you're empowering women, it's going to create a different... So guys, like, I need you to see the soul and spirit of women and not the body. How can I do that through you if you if you constantly go to strip club, if you're constantly watching porn, if you don't look at a girl's eyes, you look at their booty first, right? If you if you can't see a... If, if you're only thinking about somebody's weight, but you don't see their spiritual weight, how can I really do stuff through you? So expansion, growth, and advancement is on the other side of obedience, is on the other side of making your temple pure, is on the other side of you aligning yourself with God, is on the other side of following God's plan. The reason why we suffer is because we're suffering our plan and we're not in alignment with God's plan. The moment we align ourselves with God's plan, we're going to discover that God's plan was better than our plan to begin with. God's plan was better than our plan to begin with. And the moment we realize God's plan was better than our plan to begin with, this is when we are in divine appointment. This is when God is going to appoint you, is going to literally make a point with your life. That's when God's going to elevate you and give you give give you certain status. When you relinquish your need for status, God's going to enhance your status. When you relinquish your, your, your need for impact, God's going to give you more impact. When you relinquish your need to be liked, God's you're just going to be lovable. I used to want people to like me by not speaking my truth. I speak my truth, now people love me. Because they're like, you are real. Yes, I am. I am real. Not because I am perfect, but because I share my imperfections, I am real. Realness is not, oh my God, I don't do nothing wrong. No, realness is, in spite of doing stuff wrong, every day I'm going to try to make it right. Real is, in, in spite that I, 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 my character gets out of alignment, I'm going to, I turn my flaws into a flow. I say, because I followed false laws, now I'm going to choose to fully live on wisdom. My standards is on the other side. Of the stuff that I looked at, I said, I can't be like that. Or I gave my word and they stay to that. You know, you can't live like that, bruh. If you give your word, you got to live to your word. That's what a man is. If you say you're going to do something, you better do it. That's what a man is. I, I did that. Right? And God, man, you can't. I can't do that for you. Yo, when I stand you before kings and you say, yo, I'm going to show up and you don't show up, you're going to mess, you're going you're gonna to dirty my face too. Because I gave you the opportunity. So now you're going to stand in front of my king. You told them you're going to be there. And they want you to go speak to their kingdom. And then now what you doing? You're not showing up. You're going to make me look bad. They'll be like, oh yeah, that's the Christ follower. He don't stand to his word. So how can they believe in the word if you can't stay true to your word? But in the beginning there was the word and the word was God. And God has lived up to every promises. God makes so many promises and he's lived up to every single one of them. Stop making promises if you're not going to live up to them. Stop making promises if you're not going to live up to them. Stop making promises if, if, if you're not going to live up. Stop, stop speaking such if you're not going to do it. So that's why shame comes around to remind you of what you said you were going to do. That's why guilt comes around to remind you. I, res I discovered that when I come in here and say, man, I stopped smoking weed. I stopped watching porn. And I kept, I, I went back. I relinquished. I went back to what I did. And I, and in the last three months of this year, that happened ev after every fast. I fast, I stayed, I fasted, stayed steadfast. I relapsed, and then I fasted, stayed steadfast, and relapsed, and I fasted, and stayed steadfast, and re and then this time I said, "Oh, I, I see what you're trying to see. I see what you're trying to teach me here. You, you can't go back. You can't go back because you can't, you can't operate in the same state, knowing that your words are not in alignment with your actions, integrity. Oh, oh, I see what you mean, God. I see, I see. So I have to be super disciplined." 
oh, I, I see. I know that's hard, but I have to be super disciplined. So I'm like, man, that's a responsibility, guy. How, how can I do it? He said, just fortify yourself every day. In fact, fast every month and see, and see if you're really going to even want those things. And I discovered when I fast every month, I don't want to do those things. So now I'm going to fast every month. At least four or seven days every month. I'm gonna I'm going to make my life steady fasting. That's why I'm steadfast. Cause I'm fast what? Because I'm clearing out the pipe to be a conduit for God to flow through. If I'm gonna clear out the pipe to be a conduit to God to flow through, I can't be eating toxins. Right? I can't be anti I, I, I can't be eating all types of food. Food is not what you just get for your body, it's what goes in your spirit. It's what you watch, it's what you think, it's what you feel, right? It's all of these things. It's the environments you surround yourself. So guys like me, you need to have the best quality, high vibration food for your spirit, for your body, for your mind. So when I talk holistic lifestyle, this is the secret to really being used to the ultimate power. There are faithful Christians who with some lifestyle shift, God can do through more. Guys like me, I didn't just come to save your soul. I came for me to save your soul so that way you can go in and make disciples for me. And it's hard for you to make disciples if you don't have the energy. It's hard for you to make disciples for God if you don't have the vitality. If you're clouded, if you're into, if you can't hear the voice because you have toxins. If if chicken is taking a, if chicken is toxifying your body where you can't hear God, let go of the chicken. If soda is toxifying your body where you can hear God, let go of the soda. If that weed is blocking out your productivity to get what you need to do. Weed was not a it's not a bad thing, but I realized I put too much I, I would put too much hours in trying to smoke. I put too much of my money that I needed to put in my business towards it. So weed was not a bad thing, but what came with it, the investment was too much for me that I had to say, okay, I gotta invest this energy in something else. So when I'm stressed, I don't go for a joint, I go for my tea. Shameless plug, okay? Ashwagandha, man. I go for anxiety, lemongrass. I go for lipia alba. I go for vervain. When I'm ang when when I'm stressed, I use a tea to de-stress. Why? Somebody says, "Well, herb is uh, weed is also herb. It is." But I've never spent hours. I've never went around my house trying to. I never spent my last five. I never spent my last five dollars for a nick bag for two week for this. I never spent that, right? Right. I just go outside and get some free. I've never had to put so much energy towards that. So there's nothing wrong with it, but it's an addictive nature to these things because they they give you so do so much dopamine that you become a dopamine addict. So you can't psych you can't physiologically weed is not something that's addictive, but psychologically is dependent upon. That's why it becomes addictive. So that's why when you fast in a couple of days, you can actually wash your body out of, like literally, it's not like heroin. Really, it's not, it's not like crack or anything like that. That's why if you just stay steadfast enough for three days, six days, seven days, you can actually get rid of the residue and now your cravings go down. Same thing with food. If you eat in a certain way and you, and you don't want to keep eating that way, you fast, you clear out the parasites, you, 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 you toss the parasite, you starve them to death. Somebody says, I'm fasting, I'm starving myself. No, nah, I know you're not. Fasting is not starvation. In fact, starvation doesn't happen to like 40 days. Oh, you, you literally get rid of the parasites that's craving the sugar, that's craving the fried foods, and all of a sudden you don't even desire. In fact, I used to like Publix chicken. Now I walk around Publix chicken, it makes me sick. I'm like, damn, why, why can't I smell Publix chicken a mile away? Like, what y'all put in that thing? Right, y'all must have put something in that thing, cause I'd be I'd, I'd be running by Publix and I'm like, yo, how I smell? I don't smell nothing in the store, but I smell the chicken. You ever went to KFC? You smell KFC like a miles away. You you go you go to like man, why am I smelling this? Like um, like what the heck? Why? Cause there's chemicals in what you're eating. There's chemicals in it. So expansion, growth, and advancement is on the other side of obedience. And what I'm what I'm telling you right now, if you change the way you eat, if you change the way you sleep, if you change the way you move, the way you breathe, if you if you if you if you focus on gaining knowledge, wisdom, if you seek for the kingdom of God, all these things will be added for you. Knowledge is not enough. The 
the kingdom seeking is what you really need for because we all to some extent anybody everybody watching or listening to this seeks knowledge that's why you watch most people can't stand knowledge because it, it, it ha it's a mirror that it's the law of reflection i got to see myself through this i don't want to see it right i don't want to see it i don't want to hear it i just leave me alone let, let me cope i don't want to start healing i know because i know I know, cause there are times where I, I, I would like I would hear, oh, there you go again talking about ganja. When when I was like really into it, like, bro, man, this is what I do, man. Don't don't be talking about that thing, right, man? I don't even hear what you're saying. Get the hell out of here, bro. What you talking about, man? I want to hear what you got to say about that. Nobody want to listen to that right now. Is that's that's called your old self fighting for possession of you. You're possessed by your carnal nature. It took, it took control of you. It took control of you. Somebody says, I need the demon of sh sugar is a demon. And, and, and the demon is the parasites. You're feeding the parasites the sugar. It's craving more. And you say, I'm craving sugar. No. The backed up parasites are, are craving the sugar. You're like, I, I'm craving crunchy food. No, the anger is craving the crunchy food. I'm crazy. I'm craving sweet foods. No, the lack of love. You haven't tapped to the agape love. It's, it's craving that. The moment when you tap into divine love, you're like, man, you're going to love yourself and you're going to have sweet stuff too. Because you're going to have a beautiful, wonderfully made smoothie and you're going to enjoy it. And you're not going to go buy some gelatin uh, gummy worms that's made of, uh, of trash. There was a point in my life where I talked about holistic living and I was eating somewhat healthy. But then I want to get some gummy worms. I'm like, God is like, that's backwards, son. Then I want some Ruffles chips. God is like, that. you better stick with your plantain or beets chip. You better make sure it has a few ingredients, sea salt and the ingredients. God is like, yo, you can still have it, but make sure you have better because I don't want you toxified because I need you to be aligned. I don't need you to be toxified. So you're like, man, do I have to let go of everything? No, you just got to get better stuff. You're like, man, man, we all need love, but but get it from a, the something that's better. I'm not telling you to relinquish. You mean to tell me, oh, don't have no cake? No, brother, have some cake. Just have the best cake. Have some chips. Just have the best chips. But don't eat chips every time you're angry. Because now you, you create another habit. Well, I'm having healthy chips. These are healthy. But every time you're angry, you got to eat chips. Sometimes you just need to be able to say, God, please let, allow the spirit of anger to leave me. You just got to take a deep breath and out of your anxiety. Don't make food your escape. In fact, if you find yourself eating emotionally, it'd be best that you don't eat when you realize your emotions so you can train yourself that I don't respond to my emotions with food. I respond to them with breath. I respond to them by getting myself aligned, by stepping a little bit. By, by uh, It's just a different way of looking at it. And then now when you do eat the sweets, it's just different. It's like I'm going to enjoy this. right? I'm taking my time to enjoy that. I'm going to take my time to you know what fasting is? Fat, fasting is withdrawing from physical pleasures for a, for a spiritual purpose. You don't always have to go on a full juice, juice feast to fast. You might just say, I'm going to fast from this. I love this so much it became my master, so I have to fast from it. You might have to fast from some relationships. You know what? I'm going to fast from sex because it became your master. Because you don't even feel loved unless you have sex. And you, and you know it's not really love. You know somebody who want to just get it in. And you know you want to get it in. So you don't, you don't mind it because you know deep down inside you're the same way they are. So you can't even blame them for being how you are because it's the law of reflection. You're attracting where you're at. So you're like, man, why is every guy doing that? Why is every girl doing that? These girls ain't nothing. These guys, no, you're the same way. You're doing the same thing. You know what you want. So stop acting like you don't want it to. So fasting is saying, oh, okay, I'm going to let go of a physical pleasure for a spiritual purpose. Not morality. Oh, not because it's wrong, but because is it best for me right now? Is it best for me in this state of my life? Is it best for me with what I'm trying to do? It's not morality. I'm not judging you. I'm not saying that. I know I've been there. I've done that. So what, you think I'm judging you? Who am I to judge you? I can't even I can't even judge you. Now, I'm just in a place of understanding. When people come to me and say, boom, I'm, I'm like, I know what you mean. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you when I went through that. Oh, I know what you mean. Let me tell you when I went through that. So, ain't no judgment over here, bruh. Ain't nobody judging you. I'm just trying to say you can have better. Like, look, you can have the best sex of your life. 
You can have the best sex of your life and you won't even get bored with it because you, you're going to do it with somebody you love. It's going to be tra sexual transmutation. You can have the best sex of your life, but sometimes you have to stop having sex for a little bit period of your life so you have the best sex of your life. And you're like, man, I, I, want, I, 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 want, I, I want different... Qu what? Quantity does not mean quality, baby. Right? Quantity does not mean quality. Right? So you're like, man, God, send me, send me that guy. Send me that woman. Right? Some... Let's talk to the fellas, right? I always love talking to the women. Let's talk to the guys. Because I know you brothers tapping in now. Right? You brothers tapping in. I know brothers If you're a brother in chat, comment. Comment. All the guys. Right? Because I usually... The women like to do the work. The guys think they can't learn from another brother. Where When we ask... That makes no sense. Because I, I grow mostly around my brothers. My homies. And that's who I talk to. That's my therapy session. Not really from... from from the somebody says all the guys. There we go. Put all the guys, right? Comment in the chat. And the the reason why we have to put standard on ourselves is because we make women the prize to the fact that we fight for the prize, the box or whatever you want to call it. But then we we, we are not treasuring our value. So yeah, you you going and talking bad about oh man these women doing that they doing that they doing that. But but then whatever you can do to get them in your bed, you're doing it, and then you're not valuing yourself and your energy, right? You spend all your money to to, to get them to do stuff, but you, but you're not investing in your dream, or you want them to follow and you're not going anywhere, and you're like, man, I I'm not going like, yo, I, I need you to, I need you to be what, what's the what's the key word that's been the word of 2022? Y'all know what the word of 2022 is, right? Write that down. You you want a woman that's that's what. It's not fem. It's feminine is one of them. But what's the word again? That's uh, what's the word? I forgot. Somebody, please. What's the word that's been going on in twenty twenty two? Right. What, what's the word? That's uh. Somebody commented. You you want a woman that's submissive. Somebody says bad. <laughs> submissive. What are they submitting to? What's your dream and goal? What are they submitting to? I'm in, a, I'm in a better place to attract a queen for my kingdom because I'm building a kingdom. So you have to have a vision in order to say, let's grow to this. A vision says, if, there, if you need a woman that's submissive, you better have a sense of where you're going and a sense of direction where you can lead them to. Because if you wanted somebody to submit, what are they submitting to? Your, your boyish nature? Your indulgent nature? Your lack of... What are they submitting to? So, yeah, you can put it all the women, but what, what are they submitting to? So, that's why God said you have to work on your gifting. And when you're gifting, that's how you're able to lead. Because you're saying, this is what we're growing to. This is what we're building. This, this is what I'm here to do. And this is what we're doing. And this is how we're going to do it. That sense of clarity and direction. You being able to be a wise person. Then you are able to be counsel for your woman. This is where the beginning point of attracting the spouse you can build with because you built yourself to a point where you can build with someone else. So building yourself is the beginning point of building someone else. So to have somebody who's submissive, you have to have a vision that they can submit to and a vision that where you're going to because a man without a vision will perish. And if you put a woman on the boat, lack of vision, you're just drifting on the ocean shore of life, going nowhere. And that's why they don't want to... And for you women who's like, yeah, yeah. But are you supporting your man and getting to that destination though? Or, 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 or is, it, is he like, man, he got a plan. He got to go. He's like, we're going this way. You're like, nah, I ain't going that way. We need to go this way. It's like, okay, okay. It's like, man, we're doing this here. Or you're like, okay, um, where's the gold? But honey, we're, we're, we're on the treasure hunt. Let's, we, I, the, we have the, at least we have the boat right here. We got the vehicle. I have the vision. We're on the boat. Trust the process. There's going to be storms. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the gold. Some of you, you want, you want the manager to like, here's the gold. What? No, it's... You get on the boat together. We're going on a vision. We're going on a quest. To some extent, at least the person has to have the boat. This is why I built a boat. I'm building my boat. So I can say, okay, here's the boat to come on. But you don't need that. Oh, they got the treasure. No, the treasure is, is actually not just where, they, where we're growing. The treasure is inside of them and you have to be patient enough to discover the treasure that's in them by seeing the gold of their spirit. So to you, to you who's like, man, I don't want no scrub. You got it all wrong, baby. 
because the person you calling a scrub is a king the person you calling a scrub is a leader you you watching a king and you're like man i wish the king had had the had the kingdom and the castle already you, you better get on that boat with your king you just got to know that oh they got a vision or oh, they done the work they got a boat okay i can see how that's growing but if you don't know what the boat looks like then you might be looking for the gold never recognizing the boat I, I i laughed at a girl one time who said i don't see anything i can build with i was like okay i see what you mean what you mean is you don't see my millions of dollars yet what you mean is you see my growth through but you're not seeing how i'm gonna prosper oh i see i don't see you don't see anything i can work with i was like if only you knew if only you knew who I, if only you knew where I was going, if only you knew what my vision was, if only you knew my plan. And I don't just have the plan, I have them written down. If you only you knew about my brand, if you only knew that this is the process to success, it takes time. If only you knew. If only you knew what home I lived in, if you only you knew what my name meant. If you only you knew who you was watching, if only you knew, and I say this humbly, but you don't know me because you see my body, you see my bank account, you see my shoes, but you don't see me. So since you don't see me, I can't be with you because you really don't even know who I am. So I cannot even build with you. You don't even know who Ed is. And, and do you let the culture get in your mind? So you're looking for a six-figure earner, but you don't see people with six-figure habits. So therefore, you're looking for the six-figure earner when you need to get with the six-figure habit person. Because the six-figure earner sometimes says, I already built the castle. Now, you better just get in the castle. It's the two different things. That's why I always said, I want to I wanna find my wife while I'm building because then we could build together. Because there's something that the woman brings in that a man will never be able to have. That's why when we, when we get together, when we both have isolated ourselves and become prosperous in our singleness, we're able to come, get to, come together and build as two single people with one vision. Not two trauma-bounding people but two single people with one vision i am me i am you i am me you are you but we are one and we're building through the one christ is the head the man is leading and the woman is supporting in the building that's what submission is the man submits to christ the woman submits to christ both submit to christ each of them the woman submits to the man and the man provides for the woman. But submission does not mean I do everything a man tells me to do. Submission is I work together with my man to grow what we're building together. Right? Because that's how God had us. You can't change the setup. You're like, man, I, I, I want a masculine men. But you, you're not, you want to take the role of the masculine. No. Okay. Oh, I want a masculine man. I want a, ma I want a masculine man. I want a king. I want a leader. But you, you're the man. So you're gonna have two masculine men in the house? I didn't even know it's gonna go to this one, but apparently somebody needed it. Right? And the reason why you can't submit to a husband or a boyfriend or a guy is because you didn't submit to God. You haven't learned to be obedient to the creator. So God is, is like, oh, okay, this is why you have submission problem. And it's because you didn't work to heal, right? And it could have started from your father or like thereof. It could have started from your mother or like thereof. It could have started from your grandmother. It could have started from your grandfather, your great-great-grandmother. It could have been a, a something that we call a generational curse and it's coming upon your life and you don't realize that you're the, cho you're the one, right? This generation is full of ones. You're the one. You're, you're the one to break it and shift for your entire generation. And you can't keep live on the basis of well, my mama was like this, my daddy was like this. No, no, no. You're you're the one. You're the you're the one that's gonna trans the trajectory of your DNA. You're the one. And if you if you want to change, if you want life to change, you have to change. If if you want life to be better, you gotta get better. That's what Jim Rohn said. If you want life to change, you have to change. If you want your life to be better, you gotta get better. Every single day, you gotta get better. Right. And better comes from I seek every day. I grow every day. I fuel myself every day. I'm obedient to God every day. And God's going what He's going to do. What's the trilogy of words? He's going to expand you. He's going to advance you. 
He's going to grow you. That's my message. And I'm sticking to it. It's the holistic motivator. Drop some flames in the chat. <laughs> I want to remind you, everybody tapping in today that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want, to reveal the gift that God gave you, to grow, to expand, and to be promoted to where you were meant to be. But first, you got to believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world forever miss all your talents, all your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. It's the holistic motivator. And this has been an empowering messages. Me and God co-creating together, we do beautiful things when we're in alignment. And guess what, y'all? I can use your support. If you want to support this podcast, one of the major ways to do so, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a review, right? Leave a review. That's going to help bring the word out to more people because my soul desires to expand. And my soul is everything that I, my experiences, my everything that I got, it wants to expand. And I want to grow. I want to help people. That's what I do what I do. So leave a review. And you're like, I haven't listened to the podcast. This is the podcast. Apple Podcasts and Spotify or go to edtalksdaily.com. And another way to donate, you can always donate to because this is ministry, right? So Ed Talks is my cash app or the holistic motivator. You can send me a cash app. I'll, I'll gladly receive it. Or if you go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash donate, share some words, share some encouragement to me. And that's going to be very empowering. That's going to help me keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And I don't even feel bad about saying support what I got. And one of the best ways to support me financially is to support yourself with some of the products and services I have. I got herbs in my shop. I have programs and subscriptions to be a support for you, like the tribe, holistic lifestyle tribe. So whatever it is that I got going on, if you can support yourself, buy a product, support me. You're going to be able you're going to help me do what I do without worrying about where my bread is going to come from. Right. So this is the way I'm able to do what I do continuously. And I'm able to show up and give you all of this stuff for free without charging you. So that's my message. And I'm sticking to it. Go to edtalksdaily.com to subscribe to the podcast or go to the holistic motivator.com. Once again, it's just that you can see my logo edtalksdaily.com or you could text edtalks to 561 510-9605. A lot of you have not texted me yet and you're missing out. I'm, I'm as real as I claim to be and I communicate you one-on-one like another human. And you could be right in the circle when you text me. Ed Talks, when you text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. Once again, text Ed Talks to 561-510-9605. Get added to the sex messaging tribe. And you're going to be in the community. You're just going to be around forever. right? You're going to know everything I got going on. I'm going to text you on Sunday. Some beautiful, powering messages. Uh, and because it got really expensive to text, I can't text you every day like I used to. But I'm going to create like a, a premium subscription, like $5 a month. So that way I can be able to send those who are in that daily. Right? I'd love to text you every day, but it's I got to pay every time I text people. So it's like, man, that's a whole lot of money. That's why I ask for donations. It costs to do this. It costs for the domain. It costs for the hosting. It costs for all the apps. It costs for everything. Everything costs. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just being real with y'all. This ain't, you, you think this is all for free? No, it costs me. So appreciate y'all for tapping in. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. Y'all have a blessed day, okay? I'm going to be back here on Monday. Peace.